0: Welcome to this Day in History class. It's July 21st. Today in 1925, John Scopes was found guilty of teaching evolution in Dayton, Tennessee. Here is how a lot of people imagine this story. It's a small town in the 1920s. A science teacher defies all the community norms and teaches a class on evolution. And then a student usually imagined as a girl, tearfully says during class that the learning this is against her religion. And then she goes home and confesses to a parent that she has learned something offensive or sacrilegious in school. And then her outraged father, it's usually her father, goes to the principal or the school board or the police. The teacher is arrested and put on trial. That is not how this happened at all. Charles Darwin's theories of evolution were more than 50 years old at this point. They had made their way into lots of standard biology textbooks, such as the 1914 edition of A Civic Biology Presented in Problems, which was the one that was being used in Dayton, Tennessee. And at the same time, more and more school systems were standardizing their educational policies and their school curricula. These two things happening at the same time were also going on at the same time as a rise in Christian fundamentalism. So all of this was happening simultaneously. And a lot of Christian fundamentalists objected to Charles Darwin's writing on evolution Some of this was because it just contradicted the creation story in the Christian Bible, but there were also objections to the idea that people came from monkeys. To be clear, that is not how Darwin described evolution. He did not write that people came from monkeys. That was a mischaracterization of his work. But in the face of this simultaneous standardization of schools and rise in fundamentalism, a lot of states started banning the teaching of evolution. Florida and Oklahoma passed laws that were related to the issue in 1923, and then Tennessee explicitly outlawed it in 1925 in legislation called the Butler Act. The Butler Act made it illegal to, quote, teach any theory that denies the story of the divine creation of man as taught in the Bible, and to teach instead that man has descended from a lower order of animals. So this law got the attention of the American Civil Liberties Union, or the ACLU. They ran an ad in a Chattanooga newspaper on May 4th, 1925, saying they were looking for a test case. They offered to publicly defend any teacher who was charged with the teaching of evolution. And at this point, a bunch of community leaders in Dayton, Tennessee, population 1800, thought this might be a good chance to bring some much-needed tourism to their town. They approached teacher John Thomas Scopes, who was a relative newcomer to the town, and he said he had probably taught some evolution when he was substituting for a biology teacher during a recent exam review. So he was arrested and indicted, and the town got ready to host a bunch of news media and visitors. This, These visitors, some of them were very high profile. They included Clarence Darrow, one of the most famous attorneys in the country, and Arthur Garfield Hayes of New York, who was the ACLU's general counsel, they were both on the defense. And then the prosecution included William Jennings Bryan, who had run for president three times and served as a secretary of state. They seriously got ready for a media onslaught. They built a tourist camp. They updated the courthouse to accommodate more media people, including adding camera platforms and places for microphones. The town formed a Scopes Trial Entertainment Committee. Businesses started hanging up pictures of monkeys in their windows, selling monkey-themed products. The trial itself played out before a packed courtroom and eventually had to be moved outside because of cracks that were forming in the ceiling. And then, in a bizarre turn of events, Clarence Darrow put defense attorney William Jennings Bryan on the stand. Then I asked him a bunch of, like, leading, tricky questions. He asked the kind of bad faith questions that people on the internet ask as kind of a gotcha. And then afterward, the press lampooned Brian. He actually died in his sleep five days after the trial was over. The media lampooned the town of Dayton as well. But even so, even with all of this fun-making in the press... Numerous other states started introducing laws banning the teaching of evolution after this was over, and a few passed them. The Butler Act actually stayed on the books in Tennessee until 1967. And then court cases related to whether any of this is constitutional have also been making their way through the courts for decades. Every time the court comes to a consensus on one issue, another approach will filter into the mix and make its way through the courts again. You can learn more about the Scopes trial and some of these other cases that followed it on the May 24th, 2017 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. And you can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Next up, we will have a medical breakthrough and some debate about who should get the credit for it.